field that reports from the hospital that triggered stuff. the letter from the state. If the Browns don't sue for so workers' comp, they seem guilty. They are doubling down. Surfing. We gotta call the police. David right Crosby uh, died. Uh, All sorts uh, of fun wait, wait. stuff coming up, everybody. They are five steps ahead of us. They have orchestrated Welcome everything to the so show. perfectly that if we call the police, all of the evidence leads to their children. So where are Chloe's checking oh, account oh, statements? Here. Here. Uh-huh. ORE 972 F. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color I see. Then you maintain the status... December 7th, night. I'm gonna question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I, I got me. Welcome to the show. This is Keith Faisal. I'm here. It's been less than a week. I decided to pop in again. Well, actually, I didn't do a show on Sunday. Look at me. I hung out with friends. I had an opportunity. You know, you ever have that person? Welcome to the show, by the way. We're going to watch television, make fun of the world and ourselves via what is on television here. We're going to have the chat going. I know James Bailey's popping in. We got two live viewers. Thank you for watching live. If you just happen to pop in, give a little uh, give a little follow to the Twitch channel. I'm going to be putting more clips on YouTube, by the way. Uh, we have a YouTube channel at, uh, I think I'm just at Keith Pazel. YouTube.com, they got their little ats now. YouTube is basically Facebook with videos now. But we got this no shitty show, So Help Me Todd, right I here. Need to know how it works. It's, like a car engine. It just works. it's about a, a dude, a fake uh, Chuck, a fake Zach Levi... Uh, he's a PI, but he also has to work with his mom, who is some sort of lawyer. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a kooky journey. That guy looks like a fake ass dust. You fake ass Michael C. Hall. Do allow for review or cancellation. If the look at that vein popping out of his arm right there. That's very John Cena esque. But that form needs a signature from the governor. We're going to get into some topics here. I, the Alec, Alec Baldwin got charged. Uh, David Crosby died. I think David Crosby gave Melissa Etheridge sperm pretty much where we're at in TV history. So a lot of things are aligning. We got a new Scream trailer coming out. Uh, and I, I think uh, Scream debuted in 1996. So it's going to be a fun show. We lost a live viewer, but it's, that's his loss. Get the governor to sign it, but we'll burn that bridge. He, his, she's, you know, 
we gender the people who leave. If you stay and hang out, we're real nice and libtard with you. Did he ask about me? No, Mom, he didn't ask about any of us. Have you met him? But it actually doesn't matter because he might help us. But we still need to find a way to contact Chloe. She is just made of plastic surgery. Probably a wonderful lady. Not saying anything about the character, but just a clayish face on that person. If you are moderate to severe Crohn's here. disease or ulcerative colitis Go to the next channel are... here. We got the Law and Orders. No new ones. I think we still got some reruns here. That's the thing with these big shows. They come back in the winter, but then they'll take, you know, they don't come back consistently during the winter. They pick and choose. They, you know, they know it's the NFL playoffs right now, so they're just showing reruns until Patrick Mahomes does his thing or whatever. Are they... Oh, that's a COVID episode. Look. Wait. I'm so bad at describing what people look like. If I got mugged during COVID, I would be just frantically lost. That's when you know you can feel sexual assault. She can only just see that guy's eyes. You have to stay in for 40 seconds at least. It's like an ice cold bath, but for emotional therapy. My dad used to say that. I'm so sorry, Nora. That's a cry that's going to lead her to some independent movie fame. You can't. This is only the beginning. You're, gonna, you're a budding young star. I still talk to my mom. I just, I look up and, and it's, um, it's like no time has passed. You just gotta develop a stiff upper lip like I got here. You gotta just grin it. This is just called grin it, bearing and grinning it. You wanna try? Okay. Ooh, she's about to pass out. Looked like The Undertaker in 1998 right there, just straight up rolling the eyes in the back of the head. That's a better view. Hey, hello, Larry. I am Lobster Man in the chat. Thank you. What happens now? We want to go home. I'm going to ask you when you grow up. I got to put you back over the TV. Put you up at a hotel and you'll have round the clock protection. It's okay, Mom. Thank you. Ooh, what is that guy? 97? Barely fishing! Not guilty. Saba Santiago, on the charge of rape one, how do you plead? Not guilty. See, that's when you start talking like this. This is when you shouldn't be allowed to be a judge. Say no more, I agree. Defendants are remanded. The department is grateful to all the officers. This is relevant right now. This is who's going to try Alec Baldwin's hearing right here. Mariska Hargitay is going to be out there grilling Baldwin. They brought about a swift apprehension of these four suspects. Now, unfortunately, two of those suspects chose violence. Is Anthony Michael Hall, he's like a different human being in everyone. Not even just the character he takes on. He's always got a different vocal inflection, some sort of different throat obstruction, making him sound old. I'm aware of that. It's whack-a-mole. You think this is a game? A young girl's life is forever changed. You want to know it's forever? BX9. They've already put roots out in Manhattan. What's next? Blackbush? Alright, if you'll excuse me. 
These hipsters coming in. I can't say anything around here. Are you too good? I am. Duarte, not so much. All I'm saying is we might be missing an opportunity here. Yeah, for what? All I'm saying is the Proud Boys are no longer considered a terrorist organization. They're going to be good people to work with. All right, I'm listening. Ricky's got your white castle and you're ready to watch the goddamn show. You goddamn right you Ricky are. Get dirt on his cousin. We can put a wire in his car. Would you like to tell the Whitman family that they're collateral damage? I hear you. If the optics aren't ideal. You make it sound like a bad Yelp review for the city of New York. What I care about. That guy's hair in the leather jacket looks like he's growing into 1996. The city needs this case closed. I get it. But why can't we have our cake and eat it too? Having Carisi's he's been using she gave him the eyes like he's been using that goddamn phrase all day. We're listening, Mr. Carisi, but I'm telling you, my client is not going to plead guilty to rape one. This is the third week in a row that I've dealt forgotten to record. Uh we're streaming, you're all good, but I'm gonna have to download the stream later. This is like clockwork. I haven't killed anyone. Let's cut to the chase. I know the person. Ooh, look at that guy. Looks like he's negotiating a fucking illegal college contract. Not until our clients. He's going to play halfback for you. You're going to put his parents' name on the building. Well, I may be a lowly public defender with a degree from Turo, but I do know that's not your call. I love that establishment of character. Well, I may, may be a lowly public attorney who is just merely going to be deep into the credits it's going to be into the next episode of law and order organized crime by the time you even get to me but i'm a public defender no less because bx9 is a growing scourge on our city oh i'm well aware you're gonna let two rapists go for some pie in the sky surveillance deal half of this city is made money talks detective in the streets i'm also aware captain i have a lot to discuss well i have all night with the rest yeah we have all night we have a lot to discuss alec baldwin might be going to jail let's uh let's flip over to that where's my small remote here hold on watch a little law and order while i find my small remote now there's sky rizzy things are getting clearer i feel free to bear my skin yeah that's the old small Ooh, there we go. That's, that's the jam. That's like a real song. See, that's where they throw you with these commercials now. They make you love commercials because they throw you, a, you know, a few Adele songs in a row. And you start shaking your hips and you're like, oh, this is just elevator music. You got me again. Sky Rizzy. What kind of wonderful side effects is she going to suffer while she's just fucking bleeding vaginally while she's smiling, serving that fucking tray of oysters or whatever it is have an infection or symptoms had a vaccine or plan to Ooh, the vaccine now's the time to ask your doctor about this tv just got me flagged for fucking covid19 pistachio cream cold brew Thanks. all right we're gonna go to uh we're gonna go to youtube here because i got some i got some videos alec baldwin uh earlier today was charged with his crime Listen to YouTube's new sound. Like you're opening up a fucking a box of content. Here we go. You get a look at my algorithm right there. The old algae. Alright, we're gonna go to watch later. 
So here, here we're going to watch the emotional timeline of it. We're going to start with CNN, which I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, this is going to be the most boring piece of television you ever watched. Get their conditions of release and enter not guilty, please. I mean, it's just they don't even change camera angle. It's just this fucking fake ass Hillary Clinton talking. We're going to see how, you know, CNN, ever since they got caught lying, they try and be so down the middle. It's so boring. Charged with involuntary manslaughter for their roles in the fatal movie set shooting back in October of 2021. The film's cinematographer, Helena Hutchins, was killed. The film's director was injured. Josh Campbell. Who is the one they're showing? I feel like, is that the dead one or is that the director that might go down with? Or the cinematographer. I know someone's going to go down with them. You're going to do more time. I'm here with the district attorney. Madam district attorney, thank you for speaking with us. I just want to start. How did you come to... I just want to start by saying you don't have any chairs in this office. We really do just have to stand. We got the report from... Oh, the alt-right is cheering for him. And it's weird where, like, the alt-alt-right probably is cheering for him now because he fucking... They're hoping for the, for the pull right so they can throw their ad dollars at him. But Fox News, weirdly, when we get into Fox News, because CNN's pretty much across the board here of just laying out the details, very broad, very OJ trial-ish. read with involuntary manslaughter. And what were some of the key... She's reading penal codes and fucking Section 18s here. such a lack of safety. She doesn't even have any flair on her little fucking suit. At least put a fucking american flag pin on or something regular dummy rounds nobody was checking those or at least they weren't checking them consistently and then they somehow got loaded into a gun handed off to alec baldwin he didn't check it he didn't do they were playing ozzy osbourne loudly the whole time people were flustered they were hung over and then he pointed the gun at helena hutchins and he pulled the trigger he said dare me and she said what was there one thing that was done or one thing that was said that sealed it for you? They love that picture of him frantic on the phone. Now, is that from the movie or is that post shooting? Loose set and that that nobody see was what the doing right their job. There were Twitter three people that if they had done their job that day, this tragedy wouldn't have happened. And that's David Halls, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed and Alec Baldwin. If they had just done their basic duties, this we wouldn't be standing here. Can you help our viewers understand? So the state uh, state officials did a report. It was signed by the chief medical investigator saying that there was no compelling evidence that this was intentional, right? Right. So help our viewers understand if it's an accident. Please just do it with some sort of feeling. Because just because it's an accident doesn't mean that it's not criminal. Um, our involuntary manslaughter statute. So here's the top here. Intentional killings, unintentional homicides. We'll switch to this. The, the rest of our homicide statutes cover intentional, but unintentional means they didn't mean to do it. They didn't have the intent to kill. So yeah, that picture is post shooting where he's all frantic. Because of more than he wasn't wearing his mask in the picture. It just shows his lax responsibility. And that's what happened here. And the film's called Rust. No one got a tetanus shot. Say that you were overcharging this. Well, we disagree, and we're going to be taking that in front of a judge and, and allowing the Let's judge. Look at these twits right here. Who's fucking. So we got what Alec Baldwin did is a tragedy. What Kyle Rittenhouse did is a murder. Is he subtweeting? Are they bringing up Rittenhouse here? I mean, you never know. What if Kyle Rittenhouse was filming a movie as well? After re-watching 30 Rock, I'm charging Alec Baldwin with involuntary man's li Oh my god. Can I unlike a tweet? Can you right-click this and delete it from fucking embed this to fucking hell? Ugh. Who are you? 
everybody loves me. I don't love that tweet. Maybe you're a good guy. Real online boy. Ooh. This is a very anonymous 16,000. Oh, he's a comedian. That's fun. He's got a sub backup account there. You know you're big shit when you got a backup. So everyone's talking about Rittenhouse here, huh? Is that the the gist of all of this? See, but look, Last she's still going on that set. And um, it's more than negligence. And I would say it rises to, to recklessness. The other it's more than negligence. And I would say it goes on to downright fucking hoodwinkery is what I'll say. If I if I'm honest, I'm at a loss for words manner. And if we once we show that, then that uh, can lead to the, the second alternative theory of um, involuntary manslaughter. Does it matter for you know, an actor? Obviously, there's been this discussion about safety on sets. The last time I interviewed you, you, you see, it's just boring across the board. No feeling. They put no emotion into it. And we're going to go over to Fox here. I watched this whole thing. I had to give up All halfway right, through that one. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Martha McCallum. And I watched every inch of this. Actor Alec Baldwin and Armour. Like, right off the bat, look at the shot they use. I mean, they make it look like this girl was in there fucking twirling guns, calling people partner and cowpoke. And again, they use the fucking sad, I just murdered a lady fucking shot here. I mean, they're going full bore. See, that's the thing about Fox is you can hate them or love them for whatever side they're on, but they know the entertaining angle of it. That's what we want to see, fucking... They might as well put a fucking wily e. Coyote. And then right here, you know goddamn well they wanted to superimpose a gun in right here. But they couldn't. Let's see how the, uh, the righty tidy follows this. Gutierrez Reed will be charged with involuntary manslaughter in this horrific... They charge him with being a libtard while they're at it. In, on Baldwin's film set. I think they should do it while he's wearing his blackface from 30 Rock. With Fox News about the case, Judge Janine Pirro just wrapped that interview. Oh, I know you meant the CNN coverage. There's no way this is boring. Tell us what she learned. Look at Janine Pirro. Expert legal panel standing by, Geraldo Rivera, Brian Claypool, and Mark Garagas, all of whom have a lot of experience with celebrity... I don't even think they get to Geraldo, dude. Now, the DA, Mary Carmack, Altwise says that the set played quote fast and loose with safety and that she quote absolutely believes that Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger that faithful day something that the actor he said wink at the devil and pulled the trigger denied watch this it wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So no. you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would no, never no, point no. a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them. Never. Never. No, I've never pointed a gun. I've only pointed a gun at already dead animals. Baldwin Gutierrez. Piro can't wait. Piro cannot wait to jump in. Who he, he signed, the last person I mentioned, has signed a plea agreement. Quote, did not do their jobs that day, says this special, special prosecutor. If they had... I'd never even heard of an armor before this. I just thought they let 
anyone handle a fucking movie gun because it's not real. Great to have you here and great that you were able to get this interview with them. What was your what was your biggest takeaway? What'd you learn here? The big takeaway for me was that the DA here, Mary uh, uh, Carmack Altweiss, along with a special prosecutor on the case, they were very clear and very definite in terms of how they came to their decision. One of the things that you focus on just now about the pulling of the trigger, they were Janine Pirro's got more bass in her voice. Denials by, you know, she looks like Edward James almost, but with zero pockmarks. Edward James almost got fucking derma braved or abrazed. And I think whatever the ladies are calling it. Have done all of the investigation. They are clear on pretty much everything. Hey, we got a follower there. 25 from 24 to 25. We're building the wall. We're building a nice little wall. That person, Dave Halls, the second armorer, is the one who's going to be testifying against both the defendant, Alec Baldwin, and Hannah Guterres-Reed, the first armorer. Hannah Guterres-Reed... And, and Hannah Guterres-Reed, she's been to alt-fucking alt-left rallies, whatever. I don't know the fucking left-fucking flash words. What are the Antifa? When do you hear about Antifa anymore? Even the right doesn't bring them up. The fact that this set was not safe, that what they did was they prioritized money over safety. People were quitting. They were leaving. They were. It was goddamn MacArthur Park. There were people playing illegal poker games, people selling weird gums and chips off carts, not speaking English. And this takes us back to immigration. They bring it all back. Yeah, that's a long time. Uh, six and a half years in well, prison. And it is a possibility. Alec Baldwin ain't going to jail. Get the fuck out of here. Imagine that we're going to hear from these other individuals who were on the set in this trial who are going to be testifying. See, so Fox News was going fucking pew, pew, pew. He's going to jail six years. Wiley Coyote. And then MSNBC, they probably, they only did three and a half minutes. We do have news just into our newsroom. We do have news just into our newsroom. That actor and producer Alec Baldwin, producer. the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, will be... That's when she's, she's stoned on Botox right there. Actor and producer. And Vaughn, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Um, that, of course, being big news. No, Assistant it's okay. director David Halls signing up... No, that's okay. We can talk about national politics. Literally, Russia and, and China want to blow up the world. We can talk about uh, Alec Baldwin. Go ahead. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Reactions. Huge news here. Alec Baldwin has already settled. Right. He, he and other producers of the film with uh, the widower, the family of Helena Hutchins. But uh, Do you think she was like, if you can just get my heaving breasts in shot, please, thank you. In, in the case of Alec Baldwin here, Alec Baldwin has consistently... Hey, you need to hang up and call back, brother. I don't care if you're in Kuwait or not. Team, when they did an investigation of that firearm, they say that there was no way possible that the... You're stoned on that Keefe tray out there in the chat? Hell yeah, dude. It's all about that keef. I got a nice thick layer. Sometimes, even if I know I'm getting weed, I'll dig into that keef. Oh, no! Gutierrez Reed. Hannah Gutierrez Reed was the individual who put the ammunition inside of that firearm. Now, Gutierrez Reed said. That firearm. I hate how he said that. He said that like in the 1950s, how people said ice cream. I want some ice cream. Lawsuit against the likes of the ammunition supplier who, uh, she said, wrongfully sent live ammunition. Let's see what they're saying. Let's get into this Rittenhouse thing. Let's see what they're, what, what is this fucking, I love how, that's like political hack stuff. Not everything has to be a 24-hour news cycle. You can just watch So Help Me Todd. Everyone should just be watching So Help Me Todd. See, this is why broadcast TV 
and society took a hit because we got a place to air out all of our thoughts instead of just melting them into a TV screen like we used to. It used to be fucking TGIF, Boy Meets World, hanging with Mr. Cooper. You didn't care about what was going on in the world until OJ. OJ was the first thing, and the only reason you cared is because it was on TV. We need to get back to that. So help me, Todd, The Law and Orders, Will Trent, representing the autistic, the autistic detectives out there. Oh, my God, we have fucking video of... We have online video of the old, uh, here, let's check this out. Let's switch over. I'm going to put this while we switch over. Through Helena Hutchins, then struck Joel Souza into the. Then he got into a car, says, you'll never catch me, bitches, and drove away. We're going to go to live TV. I think they're still covering this. But we're going to, they got Baldwin getting interrogated here, apparently. Look, I'm not speaking for them. Yeah, I'm I just know. taking this letter and interpreting what it says and saying, you know, Tucker is fucking full bore. Let's see what he's doing. He's running around wild around the hotel. Uh, opening. Who the fuck is that? Doing what teenagers do in, in the stairway. That looks like they just got to slap the mustache on a guy and they were like, pretend to be a guy. Of course it is. The whole country is a mess because Joe Biden. Has I don't know. My, my apartment's pretty clean right now. Tuck here, but let's switch over. I'm digressing here. So we're already on that screen. Let me put the volume up for you guys. Ooh, turn that music off. Some hardcore punk rock happening right there. All right. Now we turn this up. Now I do that. Okay, so apparently this is Baldwin being interrogated. I do have some very unfortunate news to tell you. What? Um, she didn't make it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you had to have known, Al. So, Joel's still at the hospital, but the... Are you getting this on camera? This is going to be a... Po I'm going to use this later in a roll. Other person involved I mean, why clip it if he's not going to say nothing? I just didn't want you to hear it. Oh. Ooh, the grab to the heart. See, this is when you know he's acting at this point. Oh, my God. If he would have had glasses, he would have whipped them the glasses whip off. I don't care. Is there something we could do for you? I have to take a dump. What if he said that? What if he poops when he's in distress? I have to go boom boom. I'm gonna go call my wife. She's pretending to be in Spain. I gotta go call her. Okay. Why does he have his wallet out? Did he have his wallet out? Is that how fat that man's wallet is? I can't sit on it. It's tilt. It tilts me too much. I didn't want you to hear it outside of here. Is there something we could do for you? 
I don't know, do you take cash? I have a bunch of it in my wallet. That any Supreme Court justice or spouse was interviewed. At the conclusion of the initial interviews, each employee was asked to sign an affidavit under penalty of perjury affirming that he or she did not. Didn't mean to do that. Yeah, let's go. Let's change it up on the channel surf. Let's go to the fucking Roku channels. Roku's got weird channels. Let's see what's going on with the Baywatch channel. We've only begun. Well, this is what we do. We jump around. Very ADHD. They had to play football and they had to execute and they executed really, really well as they have down the stretch. So um, Roku channel, they did Rich Eisen just is on 24 seven. 24-7 rich. Team. Uh, but I still think they're going to have to play their best. The thing I always look at Kurt Warner, you know he wants to work Jesus in every minute. At times, he misses too many layups for me to kind of put him in that, you know, that next you know, tier of quarterbacks. And what I mean by that is just you know, their, their throws or reads that to me you, know, you have to make as a starting quarterback, and you have to make them most of the time. And too often you know, he'll make some special throws, but he'll miss – we're not here for Kurt Warner. We're here for the watch. I don't think you can do that against this Chiefs team. I think you're going to have to be efficient. Oh, they got a historically black for an entire game the way you do. straight up HBCU games 24/7. This conference game, and uh, they have got a young Lovey Smith on the sideline. South Carolina State, Howard University, the other team that Bethune Cookman. That's a great HBCU name. The regular season title with North Carolina Central, even if they went out today against South Carolina State and next week. Bug flew in my eye. Did you guys see that? In the head competition, they cannot represent the conference in the Celebration Bowl. Appreciate that great breakdown, man. First it is so funny. When I was a kid, I just thought these were like, that shows you the secret, like, racism. I just thought, I've heard of Alcorn State. I just thought it was some bumfuck college. Ground this one out and watch that clock. But apparently they're five and four. Tick. Eight-yard gain. Beautiful 50 people here in the crowd. Bethune has two timeouts left. Alcorn, none. But they don't need any right now. <laughs> they just... They, they don't have timeouts here in the HBCU. Clock management. Now. They don't have timeouts. They do insult battles and rap battles. Ooh, they're playing old Lucha Underground. This was like telenovela wrestling. It's a young Phoenix. He's in AEW right now. So I guess I gotta go stay at Mimas. Ooh. The Republican Stacy Dash. Miss Willows, I'm officer. You know it's a cheap movie when you hear the echoes on set. You heard that fucking foot clank from them. Over in craft services, they heard that foot slam down. You are a ward of the state. You gotta be quiet outside. Afforded the opportunity to prove to the courts that you're a responsible citizen. No law breaking. No drugs or alcohol in your system. No missing court. They're like, just sound like the dad from Friday. Missing curfew or drug test. Now, you are due back in court on June 8th. And until that time, your ass belongs 
to me. She now should have said his grass. It's only it holds more power when you say their ass is grass. That's too white, though. Your ass is grass is a Caucasian phrase, probably, right? Have to go, Miss Thing. What is that? This is it's a rotary phone, bitch. Fucking smacks her with it. You ever been phone slapped? Who, <laughs> uh. Radius perimeter that will be based around your home. If that sound goes off, this office will be immediately notified. And at that time, you will be tracked down. You will be apprehended. And your neck will explode because we've implanted a chip inside of you. Government, bitch. Yes, ma'am. I'm not your ma'am. I'm your officer. And you know what that means? That means that I have the right to talk shit. Ooh, you left the IT in there. You might as well have not even bleeped it. Jail. Ouch! That's too tight. Oh, is it? Oh, you'll get used to it. Man, she isn't even trying post-clueless. How much is she getting for her right- for her fucking CPAC and right-wing, uh, event appearances? She's not even giving full effort for Shades of Black? What are the different shades? Like, is it different genres of black movie? People always think there's gates around stuff in L.A. because of the crime. It's not that. It's because everything in L.A. used to just be a house that now is a business. Bailey's back. We're watching... Uh, this is a channel on the Roku channels. We're watching, I think, a remake of House Arrest. Get Click the info on this bitch. While shopping with her boyfriend, a spoiled rich girl is arrested and placed under house arrest. Oh, hey, Jason. Oh, this just started. Long time no see. Uh-huh. So this has to be, I'm going to guess, still in the in the days where you can eye-fuck a girl on damn camera. Damn shame. He's still rolling up and down the block. Uh-uh-uh. Hey. It's a damn shame. We still both live in Crenshaw. You're both dressed too extravagantly to live in that part of Los Angeles. And have mm -hmm. so many... Mm -hmm. This is the wrong place for that fuck. This is like fuck music. Toe. Toe. Mosquito? Yes! Oh, let's get the door, baby. Who is it? It's me. Who is it? Oh, it's me. Oh! Baby girl! Oh, so you coming to stay with me, ma, huh? God bless you. Hi, mommy. Come in. We got sidetracked, though, Bailey. We're really here for Baywatch. Let's go over and follow my recents. It's got to be in the recents. Fuck yeah. Goddamn recommending it. Season two, we've wrapped around. La two nights ago I was watching and they were in the Hawaii years. You don't like that. Eddie is arrested for statutory rape after a teenage girl lies about seducing him in his tower. Ooh, we gotta get into this. <clears throat> Statch, huh? Big for the 90s. This is the 90s, too. Back when statutory, you were purely on the guy side.
It looks like they just used B-roll of an actual girl drowning. We don't even need an actor. We'll just show footage of an actual girl dying. Man, that's that classic Baywatch fate. They always, there's, they go, they save the person. You see them bobbing in the water. All right, go ahead. And then they come out with that fucking, bam, bam, that fucking soothing ass fucking life saving music. All right, hey, I can handle it from here. I want you to go back to your tower. You just better dry off before you tarnish. You never watch Baywatch? They say in the chat, I never watch Baywatch, but we visited my mom's third cousin. We watched a lot of it. Third cousins love Baywatch. Third cousins usually introduce you to Baywatch, if I'm being quite honest with you. And a few other naughty things. Oh, hi, the show's over. Go back and do what you were doing. Probably third cousins watch Baywatch and they predict what the anatomy look like underneath the bathing suits. The areola width. Oh, Has he been accused of statch already? You'd think that'd be hot on the topic. You know, I usually talk to females, but one accused me of rape earlier, so I'm quite bitter right now. Hey, Just runs that fucking wheelchair. Oh, he's sketching the wheelchair guy. Look at that. Yeah! <laughs> Just gets paralyzed again. You're trying to kill yourself? No, I'm just hitching a ride. Oh, yeah? What if some kid with a skateboard saw you and tried to follow your example? Uh, that'd be pretty fucking cool. You're right. Uh, I'm sorry, Ben. I'm sorry. He just yeehawed like a cowboy and then said sorry like a Canadian. You can't cross it up like that. Oh, in her trailer? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of times Baywatch, all you got running through those trailer antennas. I've counted on my legs to run me wherever I wanted to go. But ever since my accident, you know what I've discovered? No. As long as what's Oh in. yeah. It's always a it's always a great day uh when you figure out what happens when you throw shit in a fire. When you figure out that you can throw shit in fires that you thought would explode and it doesn't explode, it just makes cool little like pshh. like I always thought if you threw like an aerosol can in a fire, it would like blow up diehard style, but it doesn't. It just like unspectacular to be honest with you right now everyone turn on your stove throw a can in there it is amazing throwing shit in a fire is amazing that's another thing that used to be you you would do that technology takes up the old fire pit my mom built a fire pit in her backyard six years ago she got that new iPhone. She hasn't set a fire in a d in four years. Right oh no, he's gone now. Um, I have to get changed for work, and I was wondering if I could do it in your tower. Ooh, here we go. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Look, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll walk you to the bathroom and make sure nothing happens. All right. You'll walk her to the bathroom. That's weirder than her changing without you there in the tower. Be creepy. I'll be fast. I promise. 
Uh, all right, all right, make make it snappy, all right? Just do it right here. I'm sure we met this girl earlier in the episode, but she's a stranger to me. She just busts the fucking window open and pulls him back Voorhees style. Actually, it's kind of dark in here. Could you open the door a little? My zipper's stuck. Listen, I, uh... I mean, you should know what's going on, bro. Uh, I unzip with my mouth, though, okay? There you go. She's fucking biting that lower lip. Take it off me if you want. Change your clothes and get out. You got 30 seconds. But you saved me. You deserved it. You're not a prize and neither am I. You saying I'm ugly? That's gonna give me mental problems later. Yes, you are. Oh, you're gonna rape me. Is that the statch? Is she just gonna accuse him of statch later? So you all heard the rumors, right? Oh, yeah. Even the commercials are Baywatch on the Baywatch channel. But what else happened? Uh... David Crosby died. David Crosby's another one of those dead guys that, like, I thought was dead in 2002. I thought he died. I thought he gave Melissa Etheridge his semen because he was on the way out. He also talks very much unlike you'd see. You know, he kind of has that, like, weird kooky voice, you know, but he's got a, he had a very chill voice, man. See how the news covered old Davy Crosby here. We went through that. We went through that. Here we go. David Crasby. Yeah, it's something that the family is saying was a long time illness that he'd been suffering from, Aaron. But still, when someone this iconic passes away. See, that's when you know fucking CNN is boring because they went fucking. They did. Seven minutes on David Crosby. Playing as well. Uh, just feeling that. I want to read to you a bit of the statement from David Crosby's family that we have received here at CNN. David passed away. He pooped and then got a death boner and then he Crosby died. Crosby has passed away. He was loving the way they word that fucking thing. You'll hear someone read it later and it makes it sound like because they put his nickname in parentheses. It makes it sound like they're stuttering. David Crosby. Crosby. It makes it sound like they're incorrectly stumbling on his last name, but they're not. It's because these psychos called him Cros. Two people probably called him that. Now you're forcing it all on us. Get out of here. And soulmate Jan and son Django. Although he is no longer he named his son Django. Holy shit! Before or after the movie? We're here with us. His humanity and kind soul will continue to guide and inspire us. His legacy will continue to live on through his legendary music. And they go on to wish peace, love, and harmony to all who knew David and to all the people that he touched. Yeah, at least show some yard birds or fucking whatever. Uh, was Melissa Etheridge, who was his good friend, but also he... He don't even got a strap. He's just got that guitar sitting on that old man belly. 
Her tweet says here, it says, I am, a grieving, I am grieving the loss of my friend and Bailey's biological father, David. What is Bailey, like 46 now? That even, he's probably just like gross, mom. His music and legacy will inspire many generations to come. I couldn't name you one David Crosby song. I know Crosby stills a Nash, but I still don't know the fucking individual songs. Uh, David Crosby, the person mourning the loss of this iconic, iconic uh, American musician. Aaron. All right, Stephanie. And as, as you point out, iconic musician with a with a with a complicated life that that, that so many. That's when uh, she's fighting over. for anything entertaining to say with a with a with a. I do it on this show all the time. I know what a fucking what a pause stutter is. Not just for his. Listen to the pause stutter. Uh, David Crosby, the person mourning the loss of this iconic, iconic uh, American musician. Aaron. All right, Stephanie. And as, as you point out, iconic musician with a with a with a complicated. With a, with a, with a, with a, can we just watch So Help Me Todd? What if she just turned on CBS, on CNN? Interviewed Crosby for a special on Woodstock and Jim Murray, the chief correspondent for Inside Edition. So thanks so much to both of you. Bill, you're here with me. Let me start with that. You traveled to David Crosby's home. You interviewed him extensively for this documentary on Woodstock. It's like, yes, it smelled unique in that house. A mixture of death and chewing tobacco and patchouli oil. So many levels. As a music fan, it was a thrill, but he's one of my hands down top three interviews ever because he's so open and honest. He could be a prickly SOB as many of his bandmates. Well, he is 81, so he does get in mood swings because he doesn't know who people are from time to time. You want to hear some music I've just written? And he's got his ponies there. He lives in sort of Central Valley near wine country. Uh, his cannabis plants, his lovely <laughs> cannabis. That's what a guy who's never smoked weed in his life calling it cannabis. You would joke that I can't Come on. And catch, and catch Andy Cohen here and you call it cannabis. Himself physically, he did some time for his cocaine and heroin addiction in Texas in the 80s. That's pretty dope. I didn't know that. Shout out Crosby. Content to just do cover songs. He wrote five albums in five years later in life, even as his health was failing. I love how that he wrote five songs later on in life. Absolutely. But an, but an incredible. Oh, this is this guy's cool. Why, why so compelling? I mean, Jim. We mentioned Crosby Stills and Nash. This guy really shoves his new catalog down your throat. I mean, listen to the new stuff. There is new stuff. We get more, again, we get more residuals on the new stuff. Why Bill was speaking to him originally. Um, when he spoke to Larry King about this, he was reflecting on the 25th anniversary of Woodstock, and that was back in 1994. I just wanted to play this one particular thing he said. Like the rest of our generation, you know, I... I he looks like Gallagher right there. That is a mixture of Gallagher and fucking Jerry Garcia. We had a, a rough road, you know. Uh, we, we went through some great... He looked 81 right there. That's 1994. I mean, what a good run. What a good-looking old fucking haggly old man. To stop aging from there, I mean, what, he was 81, so 94, 2004, 14. It was almost fucking 30 years ago. 81... 76 yeah he was 51 right there he looks fucking like he's in his coffin he looks like fucking tiny tim uh i'm one of the lucky ones that wound up alive after oh for sure he was a junkie i feel now i shot andy garcia into my veins man and uh be a part of this i i i'm really awfully happy i had uh, what the french call a raison d'etre i I have a reason to be here. I'm. I'm. Look at those acid wash jeans peeking out of that logo down there. And I've got great people to do it with. 
Jim, how big of a loss is this of someone who was such an icon? Well, it's not that much of a loss because there is the new catalog. You know, today I just saw millions of people, and I'll be damned if any of them hadn't heard the new stuff. He had a social responsibility that he showed through his music. Often his music reflected the times and the strife that he talked about. I became a teenager, I became 13 in 1969 when they played Woodstock. It had a tremendous influence on me and, and others in my generation. The, I think so funny that shit like David Crosby was considered like the band Marilyn Manson music at the time. Get this hippie off my television. Perform together. Put back on Sullivan. Of harmony as they would have vocally, there was a tremendous amount of strife uh, personally with these bandmates. Personally. With them, but 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 the legacy of his music will endure, and I think it's I think it's a beautiful. And it's not a major loss in music at all. I mean, he it wasn't he wasn't helping music alive changing people are in and out it's gonna get a little pop it's not like prince or petty we all can just pawn i feel like he's more famous for offloading fucking come into melissa etheridge at this point he probably brags you know i saw down there like a goddamn fur trading post in alaska in this burst of creativity that you've had you sing about death stand up and face it. do you think about how you want to be remembered not so much no this is leaves. I'm gonna go make a sandwich. That's a weird thing. Everybody's scared to talk about it. The question is, what are you gonna do with it? Do you want to smell my feet? I'm not wearing shoes. Two weeks or that ten years. And I got that figured out. Family, music. Yeah, when Neil Young dies, that'll be the real deal. Because it's the only thing I can do. <laughs> It's a goosebump. <laughs> Again, that new catalog is out there, just burning a hole in Spotify. So that was David Crosby. He's dead. Let's give him a hand here. That's what it sounds like when a star goes off into heaven. Sorry, I thought I malfunctioned something. Yeah, let's watch the Scream trailer. We got this Scream 6 coming out, and I think this matches up. Let's first uh, pause this for a second, because I want to look and see what year the first Scream came out. Because I think, because we're into 1996 in TV history, and if I'm not joshing myself here, I think Scream came out in 1996, or was it 98? I know there's a loop in the year. Let's see here. Yeah, December 20th, 1996. Late 96, though, but it's coming. Nev Campbell was filming it as we speak here. That's fucking interesting, man. So, yeah, here we go. New Scream trailer. Scream 6. Starring Wednesday. You got a problem here, guy? I love that they got the new, like, Jason-style aged mask. And they definitely did it, because later on in the movie, you see they get on a train. Because in this world, the Scream mask is, like, famous, like it is in our world. They've merged it. So they needed something to decipher it. 
is like fucking John Wick. They've turned Scream into Wick. Why don't you have tasty cakes? I had this secret. There's a darkness inside of me. It followed me here. And it's gonna keep coming for us. <laughs> we share a certain history. This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? So his name is Ghostface. Was that Todd Glass? Looked like a mixture of Mel Gibson and Todd Glass popping in right there. What is this place? Look at that. Todd Glass. Doing George Carlin impressions. A shrine. We've got to lure him in. We execute him. Hello. Let's play a game. You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask. Maybe. But there's never been one like me, Gail. Who'd they haul away? Is she still with Dewey or did they haul away a hunk? Did they pull away a hunk there? We execute. They thrown Courtney Cox with a hunk. She's pulled back and divorced. Hello. Let's play a game. You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask. I don't know, that didn't look like the frame of David Arquette. There's never been one like me, Gail. <laughs> I'm so It'd be funny to taunt her, his mask has plastic surgery too. That's why I'm gonna shoot you in the head. They caught it. They they bleeped out a fuck right there. The legal fuck you get in a PG-13 movie. You can hear the jump cut. She says you're fucking head. Different. That's why I'm gonna shoot you in the head. In the head. You can't purse your lips, Gail. They'll explode. You want me. So let's finish this. Guys? Right? They're really cramming Jenna Ortega down our throats. I didn't even know she was in the fifth one. Apparently, she's in the fifth one. Um. So, yeah, the new Scream trailer's coming out. So, maybe we'll fucking revisit that whole thing uh, later on in, in TV history. What else happened here? The Crizzlies went to jail. That's fun. Nation. Hear why Todd Chrisley says he's optimistic about his and wife Julie's futures after beginning their year. So apparently when he's in jail, he's going to have to work from 4, 4 a.m. or like 6 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Uh, he's going to have to dress dapper. It's going to be very military. He's going to have to have his bed made military. They gave his, a list of his jail rules. Guarantee you Todd Grizzly comes out of jail 
with a husband. In a better place with it. Because I know that this is not... I'm there to meet a man. I'm going to woo some ex-con and save a guy. But I also have faith that the judicial system is going to turn it around. I also have faith that... I ain't spending more than a month in this fucking jail. Todd and Julie Christley were found guilty of tax evasion and bank fraud by an Atlanta federal... Look at that face. That's a face of shock that you got caught to 12 years in prison while julie received a seven-year term following their sentencing the family's attorney told e-news that the couple plans to appeal it'd be funny if they were like we'll lower your sentence if you admit you're gay you just have to hope and pray to god that when one division of the ju the judicial system fails that the next level which is the appellate court sees the mistakes and try pellet. It's a very funny word. It sounds like bird pellets. He just starts pontificating like he does on the show. His southern pontificating. It's going to lift you up and push you forward. They also thanked fans for their continued support. We do not believe. You don't have any fans at this point. You didn't have fans in the first place. People watch your show is on 24 7. It's will for our lives. So we thank you for that, and we thank you for er we thank every person who listens to our podcast. Um, we just thank you for that, and thank you for your prayers. So they have a whole jail pre-jail podcast, the Crisley Confessions. I didn't know that. That's fun. And then lastly, this is fucking sad. Jay Briscoe, famous indie wrestler Jay Briscoe, died. That's when you know it's a big deal. It actually made real news. Hugging at this farm deep in southern Delaware, Jaina Pugh lost her son Jamin in a car crash Tuesday night. She knows her son is Jamin, but wrestling fans around the world knew him as Jay Briscoe, one half of Ring of Honor Wrestling's tag team Briscoe. That'd be funny if in his news voice he goes, they were a tag team, dem boys. Shock. Yeah, shock and, and sorrow. I love and that Dalton, Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle has his own merch in the background. He's got a Dalton Castle plushie winking back there. Even talking about Jay, he had to give that little nod. Wrestled in many of the same shows as Jamin. I saw his performances as inspiring, uh, and he had a connection with the audience that I, I don't think anybody else can really achieve. Jamin was taking his daughters to cheerleading practice when Delaware State Police say a 27-year-old woman inexplicably crossed her truck into Jamin's path. Some dumb bitch was texting. The woman was killed, as was Jamin, but his parents believe he was still alive when they arrived to the accident scene. My husband did yell to him. He has a, calls him chum. He said, chum, we're here. So if he was conscious at all at that time, he would have heard that. Uh, and I like to think he did. Jamin's two daughters. She's got the best accent, the mom. They're now in a That's all we got, you know. Jamin was a standout football player here at Laurel High School. His wife is currently. That's a nice high school. You know, hearing about the Briscoes as a wrestling fan, you're like, they got a chicken farm in Delaware. I just assumed it was more fucking bare patches of dirt, but that's a pretty badass high school. I mean, that's better than my school. ...is still there. The Briscoe brothers went pro by the time they were fit. They didn't talk to Mark at all in any of these. I think Mark Briscoe is very inconsolable right now. Watching it. I mean, they're pretty much twins. That change that, and back and forth, and back and forth. 40 weekends or so a year, the Briscoes entertain fans around the... Briscoes. ...posted this photo today. Jamin's family bolstered by the outpouring of support in their town and from Ring of Honor fans around the world as the family continues to pray for their granddaughters. They're leaning heavily on their faith as well. And like we talked last night, we can't focus on what we've lost. We have to focus on what we have. Got to focus on what we have. It's got to focus, guys.
I do believe that's it. Let's go back and uh, channel surf a little bit. I'm going to pack a bowl. Uh, let's pop on a, maybe a Hallmark movie while we pack a bowl. I'm going to smoke, take a little break ski. We'll come back with a little Colin, a little TV history, do a little bit of that. Uh, TV League. I still got all these TV League Why numbers. Still got a big second half coming uh, up, though. The Holocaust of 9-11, two of the most uh, dramatic and, and significant tragedies over the last hundred years. Um, but it's not just him. It is now. Catch the last 20 of Law and Order Organized Crime. Ooh, do we got a coma kiss? Ooh, look at that. A little roof passion going on in organized crime. Is this some mobster love? Just like I'm gonna kiss that belly. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies. The Chase. What's this show? Ooh, we got a game show. Allison locked in. Look at that face. Our chaser, Allison. You went with firefighters. Allison, we have a number on the board. Just. Say the number and say an answer. I don't quite know the rules of this game. Morticians, it depends. No, he was not related to Jerry Briscoe. They just took the name in honor of the Briscoe brothers, but uh, they weren't related to the actual Florida Briscoes. Yes. They actually, when I when he died, that was the first time I found out his name was Pew, like Jamin Pew. That's a good. That's when you know their kayfabe names were good names, like Jay and Mark Briscoe. Those are good, solid names. Because you can't be Jamin Pugh in professional wrestling. That's what they do with their feet. They turn their they feet out. They do turn out. <laughs> okay, here's your next question. In the world of Ooh, online gaming, an MMORPG is a game with what? Most Virgins. A large number of players. or Bed sores. Chaser locked in. Allison, you. A large number of players, a massive. These guys are the gamers. They probably know it. And I saw the RP. It's a massive online role playing game. Players, so. They just took a shot at us. I don't know. This is worth $50,000 right now. Is the Ain't that the sh some shit, dude? Some nerdy ass question. And this fucking cool ass black girl is about to lose 50 G's because she's been laid. MMROPG means massive online role playing game. I don't even know what the second M is. I know one of them is massive though. Should have gone big for sure. This pot could be enormous. Did you know that one? Massively multiplayer online role playing game. So you Massively online multiplayer. Okay. Will the team get a Hollywood ending with $140,000 or is the stunner making it happily never after? Hi, I'm Erica Olson. Fucking commercials. You to protect yourself against I'm going to pack a bowl. Listen to the commercial. Winter viruses. Here's how. Get your flu shot and COVID booster. Test for COVID if you feel sick. Con ah, Hallmark has golden doors. <laughs> Here we go. I went to the profile, I found this. It's the same Bradford address and phone number. We had the right address, we just spoke to the wrong person. Hey, what's going on? We won the lottery. Well, we did. That's Jesse, Clark's sister. You found him? 
Well, no, we, we found his sister, but maybe she can help make the connection to Clark, or maybe she or one of her family Lady's members. not even an actor. What are you doing in my house? Yeah, we gotta change the battery. <laughs> Let me do that right now. My name is Sophie McLaren. This is Jackson. I called you the other day about Jesse Del Rio. Is she around? Look, we've been driving all night. We need to talk to her. My grandma owns this house. We don't know anyone named Jesse Del Rio. Okay. Um. Is that like a fucking graduation tassel in her hair? Okay. Where's the love happening in this? Is this just pure mystery? Genealogist Sophie McLaren, that's a real thing, is an expert at bringing families together. When her close friend Jonathan urgently needs to find a bone marrow transplant. What is this about? A bone marrow donor, the case becomes personal. Oh, she's got to fucking drill into her own fucking bones at some point here. The Curious Caterer, Grilling Season. All new Sunday, February 5th at 7 on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Gemma's my show dog. She's a canine athlete. I really wanted to feed a high-quality dog food. When I found the Blue Buffalo, it just fit. I know that she has a good coat, good energy overall, and I would do anything to make sure that she's the best dog she can be. A dental tool is round for a reason. So is an Oral-B. Right, I'm going to go better. smoke a bowl, By guys. I'll be back in a few minutes. So clean, you'll feel like you just left the dentist. What you waiting for? Oral B. Brush like a pro. Come and get it. Only Daisy Cottage Cheese will do. Only Daisy Cottage Cheese will do. So creamy and delicious. Only Daisy Cottage Cheese. Some say winter is a silent season. Somehow in Michigan. Winter silence speaks loud. This season, it's winter. In pure Michigan. Want luxury hair repair that doesn't cost $50? Pantene's pro-vitamin formula repairs hair as well as the leading luxury bonding treatment for softness and resilience without the price tag. If you know, you know it's Pantene. when it's time to go into protect mode. Adding Lysol laundry sanitizer kills 99.9% .9 of illness-causing bacteria detergents leave behind. Clean is good, sanitized is better. At Domino's, next time you order two medium, two-topping pizzas for $6.99 each, you could be in for a shock. Because hundreds of new electric vehicles are rolling out to deliver Domino's across America. You're good. I'm great. 
For skin as alive as you are, don't settle for silver. Harness the power of seven moisturizers and three vitamins to smooth, heal, and moisturize your dry skin. Gold Bond. Champion your skin. Vitafusion gummy vitamins. Where'd they get the fusion from? Maybe because it's a fusion of healthy vitamins and delicious fruit flavors? Fusion, like a karate door. It's probably the healthy delicious thing. Mmm, Vitafusion. I was thinking I should probably set up that 90-day refill. Walgreens is all about making life easier. I can help set that up right now for you. I'll be honest, there are days I forget what she's supposed to be taking. Hey, I get it. And you're not alone in this, okay? So James, all these prescriptions, are they covered? That's right. With your Medicare plan, you get low-cost copays. Thank you. Let's talk about making things easier. Walgreens is here. Ensure Max Protein with 30 grams of protein. Those who tried me felt more energy in just two weeks. Uh, Here, I'll take that. Ensure Max Protein with 30 grams of protein, one gram of sugar, and nutrients for immune health. And Doug. Hey, man. Nice face. Clearly, you're a safe driver. You could save hundreds for safe driving with Liberty Mutual. They customize your car insurance. So you only pay for what you need! <laughs> Woo! We gotta go again! <laughs> only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. No, 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 we can't go yet. So what? We just wait then? Mm -hmm. For someone who doesn't even live here? Mm -hmm. Isn't that the definition of insanity? You know, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome? Well, then I guess we're insane because we are not leaving. <laughs> wow, Selfie, you are good. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that night after the concert, it wouldn't have been just some meaningless kiss. What do you mean? I think that's part of the reason why I didn't come back here much after college. I was a little uh, heartbroken. By your mysterious first love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I missed my chance that night. And even though I blame Jeff Wazorski. What does Jeff Wazorski have to do with anything? Jeff Wazorski has a lot to do with a lot of things. All right, we're coming back, guys. What have you been talking about? Oh, right. You'll notice we're going to do a little TV league. We're still going to channel surf and get into some fun stuff. I'm going to talk about the NFL through Colin Coward. Uh, in a little bit, and then we got a fun uh, episode of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno from January 19th, 1996, that I think's got a lot of, you know, it's a good touchstone for that era. It's got a Quentin Tarantino interview, John Lithgow interview, Third Rock from the Sun aired for the first time in 1996. Well, it was gray. But before that, you'll notice the graphic to, to my... What is that? Your right, my left. Uh, 
I finally fulfilled my word. I got graphics for the entire TV league. All 207 shows are graphicked. Oh, you can barely Jesse, see it. Hang on. Yes. Hi. My name is Sophie McLaren, and you'll this see it is on Twitter. But yeah, let me make it a little Ford? bigger. Mm -hmm. And what can I do for you? Uh, we're looking for Clark Higgins. He's um. He's your father. Hang I'm on. Come and give your Jesse a home. <laughs> How about now? I was let me make me smaller. If one of you boys would come looking. Oh, when my granddaughter called just now and said she scared away some looky loos, I had no idea. Uh, All right. How about that? Too many of those true. How about that? She thought you were Casey. I mean, this is really just the database I use, but the colors inverted through Photoshop. I mean, it's nothing. Here's the thing. I typed out a bunch of like actual, like nice Photoshop graphics, but I'm not a secretary. I'm not typing 400 lines of anything. I don't have my ADHD just doesn't allow it. So I had to figure out a way where I could just screenshot a picture and then make it colorful. And I figured it out. This is surreal. Yeah, it's been a few weeks ago. Here, let's go to let's go to the primes. Just CSI Vegas. This is a league show. Ooh, is he a meth head or has he got a skin disease? I'm so sorry. You're dying of your foot and mouth. Ooh. The team investigates a group of teens discover. Uh, discover a dead woman behind the wheel of an abandoned car in a Nevada ghost. Oh, she marked someone off. Anyway. So our top scores this week or over the last couple, I, I don't think we've done TV League in a long time. Uh, so yeah. From Thursday, uh, January 5th. So our top scores was the NFL, 265 points. It's because of their weird playoff scheduling. They've had Monday games, Saturday games, the extra wild card week. There's been a lot going on in the NFL, and they finish number one every time. So they've had 265 points uh, to take the lead as your top scorer. I do believe that puts them... One, two, three, four, five, number six in the TV league right now with 1,238 points. Uh, but Yellowstone increasing its lead, 2,151 points here. Uh, Yellowstone did well. Yellowstone took 182 points since we've last been with you. A couple first place, a second place, two second places, two first places. Uh, but Yellowstone's all over the place, still making the rounds. House of the Dragon doing its same thing, second place, second place, yada yada. That's the move here with the TV League. It's nice like Wednesday in the Netflix shows. Those are passing fads, and they stay in first place. Once they get out of first place, they drift out. They get rimmed out by other big, like, you know, Netflix is like a, a shooting star compared to like a lingering type of thing, you know. These quick pops, these eight episode shows. And then you got the wallpaper shows that are on there with the 200 plus episode bank that are always hanging around in second, third place. So it's not necessarily about getting those 50s. It's about getting those 35 points, those second places, those third places. And that's where House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones and even Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is a sleeper. It's starting to place on uh, Star Plus, which I think is Europe's Hulu. 
So you're getting 50 points there. Um, when the new season comes back, our Hulu will be getting a little bit more Grey's Anatomy friendly. But our other big performer was the Quat Lotus. Uh, we're only on the first season, so don't spoil anything. But White Lotus has been killing it. I don't know if they, if the talk of how good I think the Golden Globes uh, put it put the put it on eyes of people who haven't seen it. So after Old Milf won the Golden Globe for the show, people are like, oh, maybe I'll watch that. Maybe I'll watch that White Lotus. Um, and then House of the Dragon took a hundred points as the next big mover. And then all the other shows, I mean, the only reason they scored a lot of points is just because we've had multiple weeks, but like, you know, 48 hours scored 80 points, but it's just because it always does second place on a Saturday. And we've had two, two tree Saturdays since we've done the TV league. Um, so yeah, that's the big, the big shows right here. I think that's your top 10 into your top 20. Uh, but when I post this show, I'm going to tweet all 207 shows. Um, the graphics got the nice little TV league logo up there in the top. What do you think about that? I got the shooter. But yeah, that was the TV league. The TV league is funner with a guest. I think Sunday I'm going to have if Crow can't do. It, I'm going to have Pratik come over. Uh, but let's do a little bit of Colin. Let's do a little bit of Colin NFL. We'll close out with TV history. Doesn't have to always be a long show. Ooh, the silence. The silence of YouTube opening always kills me. I've juiced the news. I love how quickly the algorithm changes. Now it's all just Crisleys and Crisleys and Baldwin. Um, see, I pushed. No, there he is. There's my guy, Colin. I never push Colin Coward out of my algorithm. All right, go to channel. So what are we thinking for the NFL? Let's go pull up the bracket here. I do have the bracket. All right, let's pick one of these Colin videos here. Let's start with this one game with a chance if you play well to get a bye so there's no guarantees in the afc um the bucks are in dire need i trust rick stroud no rick well worked in tampa the bucks have fired byron leftwich their offensive coordinator and i'm shocked at how colin is taking these hires because he's always so up on the offensive you think he'd be panicking that like they're getting rid of offense going defense the ship is sinking to Tom Brady to stay in Tampa. So Tampa right now is selling Tom Brady on number one, just Tampa Southwest. Their, their software is a lot of date. 200 miles away. Miami's keeping Tua, according to the reports from Adam Schefter. By the way, Ryan Jensen comes back at center. Tristan Wirth, Shaq Mason. Three of our five guys are pro bowlers on the O-line. We just had bad injuries. So I was told a week ago from... Three of our guys coming back, they're just getting fat. 
that the lack of details on the coaching staff, the offensive coaching staff, drove Brady nuts. Sean Payton. He's going to be throwing Payton at fucking, well, no, Brady's leaving, so he's not going to go there. Go public, leak it. Chiefs versus Bengals for the AFC title game. That'll be a good back-to-back. Maybe we'll stream it again. Uh, and that'll be good because uh, the Bengals kind of have the Chiefs number, so this will be like an upset if the Chiefs win. You know, the Chiefs got to kind of study for this one. But I also think the Chiefs might get bounced by the Jaguars. The Jaguars are my sleeper team to make some noise. Don't sleep on the Jacksonville Jaguars here. Um, This Cincinnati Buffalo game has implications. Hopefully everybody's fucking cardiac state stays the same. Uh, Dallas-San Francisco. I think San Francisco handles Dallas fairly fairly well dallas seem seems to have blown their load their fucking load uh against the tampa bay buccaneers uh philly new york giants i think is going to be closer than everybody thinks and i'm on the verge of saying upset just because philly came in hot they didn't really face any adversity during the season uh even when jalen hurts went down you had fucking garden milk shoe come in and perform uh, admirably. So, I don't know. I just think the Giants are feeling it kind of after beating Minnesota. Nobody expected that. I certainly don't think anybody expected Minnesota to make any noise in the playoffs, but I don't think anybody saw first-round knockout. Um, so look at, those, look at that Jacksonville-KC and that Philadelphia-New York Giants game, those two top games there. As your upsets. The other two at the bottom I think are going to go the way you think they're going to go. I think Buffalo's going to win. I'll be upset. I think it'll be sad for him if they lose. I think Cincinnati needs to take a fucking knee for this one. I mean, you killed the guy in the last game. You got to let him go through. Um, And then, uh, so if I, let's say Jacksonville wins and then we'll have Buffalo-Jacksonville I still think it would have been cool, like Bailey said in the chat, if we had a Vikings-Bills Super Bowl. Uh, says, I think the Bills' defense has gotten worse since Vaughn got hurt. Absolutely. Uh, that's one thing our Colin here talks about. He's finally figured out how to fucking dig at Sean McDermott. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. There's a lot of things that we know make Denver a good job. First of all, the defense is good. So he didn't have to clean up both sides of the ball. They got a lot of talent on defense. A lot of talent. Some of it young, they're not even paying I'd like paying to see yet. Philly win the... So they've drafted... Uh, the AFC, too. Or the NFC. Philly was always my backup team when the Bears were bad. I had a Ron Jaworski shirt jersey as a kid. I think my mom... my I have family in Delaware, and they're Eagles fans. So I think I just had it. You know how you just have that tertiary sports gear? So when the Bears were bad, I was always like, I had that Philadelphia Eagles shirt. So I'd always root for them. And then McNabb, I was a big McNabb fan. Have to clean up, everybody agrees with. Offensive line. They have a good left tackle. One guard is okay. They got to go in free agency. Look at that picture of fucking Sean Payton. You think he fucking cranks it to Payton? Oh, God. Sean. You got a good defense. I spent four or five hours. He always talks about how many hours he spends with these people. It's like, do they want you to be with them for that long, Colin? They have a star running back that... You don't like the Niners? What's up with the Niners? They were also kind of a BC team, but they were like the big dynasty team. You know, last week on the show, Crow asked what, what my big dynasty 
football teams were, and it was the cow, it was the Packers, Niners, and Cowboys. Those were like the three mainstays. Ever notice this with Fox? I'll just use Fox as an example. Look at the people at Fox doing the NFL. Michael Strahan. Where did he play? New York Giants, Blue Blood. Terry Bradshaw, Pittsburgh Steelers. Jimmy Johnson coached the Dallas Cowboys. When Troy Aikman was here, Dallas Cowboys. You don't want to go coach in Carolina and disappear. Well, I, they also got money, Colin. David Tepper's a b -b 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 billionaire. People out east quite get this. It's a huge brand. After the 49ers, after the 49ers, the most popular. Oh, the 49ers are the most complete. Absolutely. Yeah. The, I think the 49ers are the boring choice. Uh, I like, I think it'll be honestly, if you're ringing my bell here, I think it's going to be a repeat of San Francisco and Kansas City. And, uh, we get a redemption game. Uh, hey, the Rams are going through their rebuild, buddy. Uh, you got to get, get with it. What do you think about that? What do you think as a Rams fan? McVay's staying. Stafford is staying because McVay's staying. You want to give Baker a role? How do you feel about Baker Mayfield? And they have accumulated a... I'll wait for your answer. Give back to New Orleans to get Sean. I'll wait for your answer. Go ahead. Take over a business. They've got problems. They've got a clear... Go ahead, James. O-line. Now let's get to the Russell Wilson piece. And this is substantial. Is that... And I talked to Sean about this, and some of this I'll convey, some I won't. But the reality with Russell Wilson, most people... think he's fucking bare-panted underneath that desk, just wearing a pair of Wolf and Shepherd briefs? Chiropractor and this throwing coach and his own office, and though it doesn't bother... Keep him as a backup? Yeah, that's good. They got the money for it. I mean, he'll want... Also, Baker in L.A. as a backup, I feel, is what that man wants. Fucking doing his own little private Baywatch here. Some of these defensive guys in Denver, right? They're good. They're going to have to pay him. So the defense over the next four years is going to be expensive and older. They're going to fix the offense by drafting it. So this is going to be a very young offense. And Russell's aging as a player. And he's getting a little cringy and little lacks self-awareness. And they've got to get him out of this isolation tunnel with him and Ciara. they got to be part of the group. Tom Brady for years and years did this. He... From music to technology, Tom stayed young in the building and connectable and relatable. So they believe in Denver. Sean can fix it. Sean, I know, can fix it. Sean can fix it. Well, we all thought Jimmy could fix it, and we saw where that led. Through channels. He Sean Payton, I ain't saying that's a Jimmy Savile joke. If anyone's listening in England, you'll get it. When I look at this situation. Do we have English listeners? Do we got the Brits? I'll have to check the SoundCloud. Richest owners in the league. Both impressed um, with But I think, look, I mean, they're the Los Angeles Rams. They have all the money. They own the stadium. The Chargers pay them rent. They'll rebound quick. They just need a draft. I think they realized them trading away all those draft picks was fucking stupid. So if he coaches for six to seven years and decides to pivot back to football, you're not in Carolina. You disappear. Look who the network's... He just loves... He wants the Broncos to be that next dynasty. It's the one horse, literally, no pun intended, that he just keeps beating with his fucking microphone. We are at Fox. We had I mean, it's just not going to work out. I mean, even if Peyton goes over there, you're hamstrung with that contract. You have no draft picks. Uh, I mean, you're at this point, I think you're just playing 
So Seattle doesn't have the fucking best draft. You're facing Mahomes twice a year, the Raiders twice a year, Herbert twice a year. It's a big job. Elway, one of the most popular players. Yeah, one-year deal. So, yeah, for Baker here, they're saying in the chat, for the Rams, one-year deal, put him in the backup because Stafford could get hurt again. Uh, what the Rams need to do is build the offensive line. Yeah, Whitworth going down really hurt him. They, they missed that meat up front. And they got a lot of hot shots. Even the coach that, like, the second something goes good or wrong, they're threatening to retire. There's not a lot of classic NFL push. I feel like a lot of the things they were worried about when the NFL moved to L.A. are coming to fruition. It's not a very, like, war mentality, which, I mean, you probably should back away from. It's just jarring to see someone like, all right, we won a Super Bowl. I'll retire at 32. But, I mean, DeMar Hamlin people see that i think you're gonna you're gonna see a lot more people getting their bag and their championship and fucking scooting lamar jackson's gonna get his contract i feel like the first ring he gets he's fucking bouncing making cameo appearances and shitty movies and tv shows the rest of his career hi everybody thanks for hi, watching everybody. subscribe here to get the late so that was colin we talked nfl why why go to we're gonna do a little bit of tube history here we're on January 19th, 1996. Got a nice episode of The Tonight Show here. I feel like this was a good episode. I watched most of this before we streamed, so I'm a little versed in it. And I feel like this is a good encapsulation of that time. Look at Jay Leno. I mean, that just looks like a vampire dressed like Jay Frank Leno. Oz, who created the voice. Right. right. You know, I just imitate him. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You do the impression. Yeah, I'm the comedian, though. So we have Quentin Tarantino, we have John Lithgow, and we have Lisa Loeb as the musical guest with commercials, guys. This is going to be fun. Might do the whole hour. I don't know. NBC Studios in Burbank. The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. This is my era, dude. Like, anytime we do TV history, it still feels like history. This feels like I just got dropped off by my mom at my dad's. I remember this era, Jay Leno. I want to look up when Jay Leno's 1,000th show was. John Lithgow and the music of Lisa Lowe. And now, Jay. Oh, yeah. He's got that 90s kick swag, you know? That's when you know someone's ruling entertainment when they got that, like, ah. He's got those successful twitches. Thank you, I only got four cars. Hell yeah, Kevin Eubanks, bro. Thank you, folks. Nice to have you here. Some good news. This just in from the newsroom. I have some good news for you, folks. Listen to this. He says something that horrifies me during his monologue. In his grave, ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has stopped. <laughs> Welcome to the Tonight Show. Now, for those of you folks who said 20 months, 
you've just won the Michael Jackson Lisa Marie Divorce Pool. So congratulations. Come on down to collect your money. Lisa Marie said she slept a lot better last night now that her skin has stopped crawling. But you know... In the future, Lisa Marie has died, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Get y'all know by now, Lisa Marie and Michael have filed for divorce. Oh, here comes the gay joke. I just think, you know, sometimes a love that intense just burns out faster, you know? Just, <laughs> you can't keep that kind of excitement, that, that boiler peak all the time. <laughs> I, mean, I got a lot. There are a lot of great things in this. He says something horrifying about being in his thirties, though. Really? I thought, man, for all eternity, and I guess now what? The, the, the papers come out today. Lisa Marie cited irreconcilable differences. <laughs> How does that work? Didn't you notice before they were married there might be some differences? <laughs> no, he didn't put his body. This is when he's putting his body into the monologue. He didn't you know the difference. COVID's not coming yet, you know? I gotta blame the women on this one. Women, when you meet a guy in his 30s who hangs around with kids, walks around in a Klingon general outfit, <laughs> paints his entire body... Michael Jackson was in his 30s at that time. And his best friend is a chimp. Wouldn't you realize there were some irreconcilable differences right there? <laughs> I just, I just, you know... Says when it J Michael Jackson wasn't sad yet. I can't find one as one thousandth show was, but there I remember a specific night. It was Jay Leno's one thousandth show. Maybe it was a rerun, but I couldn't I couldn't stay up, or I I couldn't sleep, and I was sleeping in my dad's basement with him. He had a weird, dank waterbed, and just like nothing around me. And I watched Maniac Cop and this episode of Jay Leno. And every time I see Jay Leno. That is burned into my head. That was it. That was the final straw. He was letting Kevin talk at this point, getting into the 90th, getting woke here. Kevin has to speak. Got to act really strange. <laughs> See, the thing that amazed me is how closely the news, it was the lead story on the news in America last night. You know, I'm watching the show, our own uh, NBC here. They had this TV a psychologist talking about it, and this is what he said. He said, this divorce is different because Michael is what he described as a man-child. That's what he said, the term he used. He said, Michael is a man who behaves like a child. The first guy they call Michael a man. The woman in America is going, duh, tell me about it. How is that different from the idiot I just divorced? I feel like his head is so wide and moonish that he can't have a mullet. Like the party in the back, you know how the mullet is the business on top party in the back? The party in the back will never overtake the party that is Jay Leno's face. High ethics, high moral values, and let's face it, there's no room in daytime TV for a guy like that. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> hey, you know who resigned today from his job? Cato Kalen. He resigned from his job as host of this call-in radio station. So, uh, OJ, if you're watching, clear off the couch. He's coming back! <laughs> You know, that for those of you who don't live in uh, Los Angeles, Cato Kalin had his own radio show here from 2 to 4 in the afternoon. 2 to 4. Who can handle those kind of hours? Cato, huh? <laughs> you're killing yourself. Take a break. No, he said today he quit because he, you know, he just wanted to spend more time with his hair. And How fucking baggy that suit is. <laughs> because, you know, you only have so many years, really. <laughs>
Let's see what's happening in politics. Oh, listen to this. Boy, this Bob Dole guy is smart. Whatever your opinion, and he is clever. You see today? I want to fast forward to Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, yeah, this is okay. So, yeah, this is, we're going to watch this next week. So, he, this is a week before the Super Bowl. It just lets you know how long the NFL season is now. They were, they were already, it's January 19th. They were a week away from the Super Bowl. I always remembered, like clockwork, the Super Bowl was it, every now and again, it would be the second week of February, but it was usually the first Sunday in February. Bob Dole guy is smart. Whatever your opinion, and he is clever. You see, today he picked up the endorsement. Of singer Pat Boone. <laughs> See, I, think, I think he's trying to reconnect with the kids, you know? <laughs> that MTV vote, yeah. April love will suddenly bring flowers. They're trying to fucking play music to his weird song. Yeah, oh, Tootie Fruity. Remember, remember the little Richard ripped him off? Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go. Let's go. Is he not even making Kevin laugh? Oh, Rudy. Oh. They're just showing some random band member laugh. That's the wrong Kevin there. The Super Bowl this year. That's the big thing. Uh, you know the Kevin next week? My crew doesn't know which one's Kevin. They're all black. They all have not a lot of hair. Next week, we're, we're going to be doing the show there. We're going to be doing two. And the network asked me to say this. Fun-filled day. Fun-filled day. We're going to do the show. Be in uh, Phoenix. They're bringing this entire show. There's no Friday. In fact, the folks at Super Bowl send us some promotional material. Where's that calendar, Joy? Now, this is great. I don't think you, you... There's one of these under your door, Kev. This is a... Uh, Thanks, Ray. This is... I'm going to try and find that fucking Tonight Show Super Bowl, by the way. Jets calendar. It's great. It's got, uh, Look at that old Jets logo. The Bills. And, oh, man, all the teams are here. Look, the Dolphins, the, the Colts are here. And the nice thing is that the 16... All those teams were fucking garbage when I was coming up. Until Manning. going on now according to a new poll when asked what invention people cannot live without you know what people said listen to this number one car people cannot live without their car two light bulb people cannot live without light bulb telephones were next after light bulb then Ooh, the tele for back when they were the telephone that's what they said <laughs> Anthony. Now, that seems odd. It seems to me, if you have no traffic, no bright lights, no phone, no TV, you don't need the app. All right, let's fast forward. He has Quentin Tarantino on, and he is on cocaine, dude. You'll admit some things you could do differently, Jay. Actually, no, I, I, I can't think of anything I said. Oh, he's got Geraldo. This is pre-Republican Geraldo. I thought we should have him on the program here. Ladies and gentlemen, my talk show brother, Geraldo Rivera. It blew my mind. I think he was in news first. I know Geraldo Rivera as the talk show host. So when he went over to like the like the 24-hour news, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Geraldo knows about like politics. Nice to see you too, Jay. Always nice to see you, Jay. Thank you. Nice to have you. And I'm delighted that, seriously, uh, you know, I believe very deeply in my mm. talk show, Bill Rice and Responsibility. I'm glad I inspired you. But, you know, uh, I've been thinking about that. Late night could use some sanitizing as well. You know, I agree, man. That sleazy couple with those shows that he's The transvestites and the, oh, man, it's a ten. Ooh, transvestite. I agree more, really. It's just actually. You can't say that word anymore. You can't do the vestite part, but they like the trans. I don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. No, I've come up with the definitive Tonight Show Bill of Rights and Responsibilities. 
There are, I'm sure you'll admit, some things you could do differently, Jay. Actually, no, I, I, I can't think of anything. Actually, I think we're doing everything perfectly fine. Like what? 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 What are you giving me? First of all, you should never, ever. First ever. of all, you call Irish people mix on your show still. But there you go. Nice. And the N words you're throwing around. We never. All ours. I'd like to believe you. I'd like to believe you, Jay. Yeah, I've been. All right, let's go to let's go to Quentin. Let's go to Tarantino here. Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. So he is, and this matches up for what's going on in 1996. So uh, from Dust Till Dawn just came out. Great movie. Loved it as a kid. Always, that was the one debate movie I would have as a kid. Of like, it's not an official Quentin Tarantino movie because he just wrote it. He didn't direct it. The lore was already building at that point in 1996. I, I hadn't seen Reservoir Dogs yet. Parts of Pulp Fiction. Definitely. So this might have been the first quote unquote Quentin Tarantino movie I ever like heard of. I actually remember the award show when that fucking dance they did in Pulp Fiction, when that won the like whatever they whatever Oscars they won for Pulp Fiction. I remember watching that, but I hadn't seen the movie. But it was like, you know, Quentin, I really liked it a lot. (laughs) Okay, so this is where it starts. He does multiple things in this that are hilarious. Uh all right, yeah, we'll see you, Bailey. I'm closing out here soon, too. What Quentin Tarantino does in this, he does an impression of uh, fucking Julia Roberts making her sound like a moron. Then he calls Margaret Cho a pig. I mean, it looked like Julia. I don't yeah, really, yeah. I don't, I can't channel Julia that much with a mustache, but she was like, a, a, you know, Quentin, I really liked it a lot when you were on Jay Leno. Like, it's not even going to impress. It's just like, this is my dizzy bitch. Red sneakers, and I was. He doesn't look good with a mustache. They have similar chins, though, Quentin and Jay. <laughs> These are for you, Juliet. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, where you? Have you been? Uh, where were you? Overseas? Now, is that where you were? Yeah, I was in Holland. I was in Holland about the. Uh, no, they're now buying hookers and smoking drugs. Yeah, I, just, I, I really like that place. Yeah, I, and I go, went there with Bill Clinton. Started writing, uh, uh, like the new script and stuff. That would be and, international and, symbol of writing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and the time for the check. That's back when they actually did write with a pen. Now he'd be doing this. I was so lost. Now, if you did this on a show, that would be what you you write like this now. I, I wrote uh, Pulp Fiction there. I was there for like three months. All right, there. This is the first time I'd ever been in. Now that's in a interesting country. to me. Is it you write? I don't write scripts in the United States. You leave it. They both have the little lift too. Paul, Quentin Tarantino and Jay Leno might be of kin. Kind of like the. Play. Yeah, you know, so I go there. I'm like, you find a place that you like, and you keep going back. But uh, uh, the first time, I had never been anywhere. I mean, I had barely left Los Angeles County, all right, my whole life. When you make minimum wage, you just can't, like, right, you know, yeah, be yeah. Phineas Fogg, all right? So, right. <laughs> so I was like, uh, uh, uh... He laughs maniacally whenever his fucking references don't land. A check, and I was like, wow. The Phineas Fogg line didn't do a thing. And <laughs> never been in now, a that's interesting country. to me. Is it... You write better sort of about America when you leave it and you look back on it. I mean, why is there? Listen to when his Phineas Fogg line fails. Well, it was like, well, the first time I was there. I mean, now I, I just kind of like the place. You yeah. Know? So yeah. I go there. I'm like, you find a place that you like and you keep going back. But uh, uh, the first time I had never been anywhere. I mean, I had barely left Los Angeles County. All right, my whole life. When you make minimum wage, you just can't like right, you know yeah, yeah. be Phineas Fogg. All right. So, <laughs> right. so I was like, uh, uh, 
money. I just done Reservoir Dogs, and so I like I got some a check, and I was wow, I finally got some money. So I, I went to Europe for the very very first time, and oh, I loved it. But the thing is, when I was writing it, that's where all that stuff in Pulp Fiction about you know, you know uh, Big Macs are called this, and Quarter Pounders right, are called right, that, right. and you know. See, it's so funny. This is two years after Pulp Fiction, and the Royale with cheese line hadn't fucking been ground and like you throw that fact around people will look at you like a moron you know what they call a big mac in europe does that change no they make change for you ah <laughs> how primitive <laughs> what an odd society oh i remember how many times you go with a dog like, get out of here get out of here you but i've never seen a man like quentin tarantino is anxious Hyper and on cocaine, I think all at once. Maybe both two of two of those things because he's on the cocaine. Superstation. That's right. We're, on, we're on in Holland. You better believe it. I I watch you every. Uh, you get like real star entertainment. That black shirt doesn't match the color of his hair and his mustache or eyebrows. I, I need the cat. All right, we'll turn on Leno. No, no. This is back when you can wear a dress shirt with no undershirt underneath. Oh no. I just want to see it when you know, Charles Grodin scratches his nose. All right, it was well, like a really funny. He's so sweaty; you can see the sweat glistening even in fucking SD. You watch again for half oh, hour, hoping something will change. That's it. Oh, I, I will watch CNN <laughs> in Europe, like, you know, like it's you know a, a Russian novel or something. You know, I just like yeah, I'm like, doing something. I gotta get home. This crossfire's on, man. I gotta do. This is where he calls Margaret Cho a pig. There's a show in Germany that's, that's, that's kind of like this show called Late Night with Gunther. <laughs> It's like an American that. version of the Tonight Show. Oh man, do they have those? Do they have like? Well, no, they, I'm sure they have. I mean, I, I've I've been on some of like you know like uh, um you know the more or less the the you know the Tonight Show of Brazil, all right. And uh, the the there's a guy named uh, Perry Wogan in in, in oh, England. Oh, Wogan, I know Wogan. Yeah. Show sure, I'm the man. Sure. I know Rogan. We all love yeah. Rogan. <laughs> there's always a Rogan. Every era's got a Rogan. Make a jerk. Well, I'll tell you what it was. Was I mean, it was really kind of weird. I go I go on a show. All right, and there was like a, a few other people there, and I was there promoting Reservoir Dogs. And he had seen the movie, and before the film, he goes, "Man, I really dug it. It was really good." Well, he doesn't say "dig it," but you know, <laughs> if you know who I'm talking about, he's this older guy. But the thing is, I come on, and like he just like starts attacking me about the violence in the movie. All right, I, I spent the whole I time new heart like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're attacking me about violence. They'll be attacking me about n words later on. All right, it's all finished. All right, goes. Hey. This is back when it was cool that he would throw in words in the movie. I, I remember being like, "Ooh, what a rebel!" On television, you know. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but it was so funny. Like, you are so huge in Holland, man. In Holland, I gotta man. tell you, it's like. I'll go forward a little bit when he he asks him about being an actor versus a director. Because I played. But you're a psycho. I played a psycho guy named Richie Gecko in it, and I was like, I kind of want. Here we go. Let me ask you about this. Now, now, uh, you do some acting in this one. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, you've done acting in a lot of right. women, actually. You do actually do a very good job in this one. Oh, thanks. No, but I, this is what I want to ask you something about, because I know throughout the screenwriting and the directing, accolades, accolades, accolades. Mm -hmm. And then I, I've seen a few people take shots at you sometimes <laughs> yeah. with the acting. Thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. but my first question is, do you concentrate as much as, on an act, as an actor as you do as a writer and director? Mm -hmm. Or do you just kind of assume, I'll just do what I do? And second of mm -hmm. all, does it bother you when that happens? Okay, well, the first question is... Okay, well, you've made me mad, Jay. Yes, I do. When I'm, when I'm acting in a film, actually, in particularly in this one, because most of the stuff I had done before actually really wasn't a whole heck of a lot different from being, like, in an acting... Well, I'm used to being complimented, Jay, and I'm on cocaine. Scene. 
Right, right, right. And it's just that's kind of like acting class. You get some scene, you kind of work on it your best at home, and then you show up and you know you either nail it or you don't. You know, right. and then you go home. It's when you know a guy's running when he starts doing these fucking the horizontal snaps. That's an amphetamine move. I mean, I was like, you know, it was like when I was doing it, that's all I was doing. Yeah. yeah. All right, don't talk to me, don't bother me. You know? Um, and it's really kind of weird for me because, like, normally I have a really good time on a set, and it's a big family kind of thing. But I was, I was the guy. I was, I played this. But you're a psycho. I played a psycho guy named Richie Gecko in it, and I was like, I kind of wanted to keep. This was an excuse to be a madman, but just uh, keeping his his mindset. But now, as far as like, does it uh, bother me? Well, yes. The word bothers me about it is, as a, I've never see. I like film criticism. If I wasn't right. a filmmaker, I'd probably be a film critic, and uh, I'll read um, uh, reviews. I've never read a bad review about a movie that I've directed that, I, that ever hurt my feelings. I either agreed with the guy or I didn't agree right. with the guy. All right. And uh, I remember this would be like groundbreaking for the time. Like, it's a 20 minute interview. You. All right. Uh, they probably did an hour and they snipped 20 you out. You your story in four rooms. All right. Oh, really? What, what, did, you, what did you hate about it? You. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah. See, ah, it's getting a little hot in here. All right. Uh, I got a review once that said uh, Mr. Leno's head. Looks like a piece of urban folk art. Now, now, what can I do? I can't. I can't change my head. I wrote that joke earlier today. Put a different head on. This is the guy said. I go. Well, my head looks like urban folk art. Well, what do I do now? I can't, I can't get another head. What am I gonna do? But you, 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 uh, your Margaret Cho's like routine about like you know the lovely, beautiful Zoftig Margaret Cho. What does Zoftig mean? Is that isn't that German for big fat pig? Ooh. Jay Leno won't touch but, it. I mean, the thing is, like, the, the, uh, like, in this movie, I mean. <laughs> Let me change topics. You just call the semi-famous person in the 90, the fat pig, yeah. Uh, Dust to Dawn is the film, by the way. This is really. All right. Now, you but wrote, I'm yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm petering out here. It's been a good show, though. Did about two hours, a two-hour solo venture. Um, what are we on the screen here? Let's go to this main shot. Yeah, we're on that main shot. Yeah, thanks for watching. Whoever's still hanging around, whoever is listening post live, uh, youtube.com slash at Keith Pazel. That's how they do their weird fucking little address things. YouTube's got their weird little Facebook now. Um, yeah, at Keith Pazel on Twitter, all the social medias, uh, twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel. P-A-E-S-E-L. It's like the color hazel with a P. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday, everybody. We love you. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>